0: Welcome to episode 56 of the UK Sports Chat Podcast. I'm Joe Williams, and in this episode, I speak with Tim Lloyd. Tim is the managing director and co-founder of North Wales-based events company, Always Aim High Events. Uh, We have spoke with Tim previously, back in September. In this episode specifically, we speak about the upcoming Anglesey 10K and Half Marathon, and we also go into some of the nuts and bolts of organizing a road race, which is really interesting hope you enjoy this one as usual if you'd like to give us any feedback uh, please get in touch on info at ukrunchat.co.uk or via any of our social media channels if you do get a moment to leave us a review uh, on whichever platform it is that you listen to us on please do that it really helps Um, in the meantime enjoy the rest of your day and see you on the next episode welcome tim how are you
1: i'm very well thanks joe how are you nice to be with you again
0: yeah, cheers. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah, good to chat. We last spoke back in September for regular listeners of the podcast, <clears throat> and I, I did remember that you, um, you were a keen skier, weren't you?
1: I was indeed. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, enjoying the Winter Olympia. In fact, my, you know, the, the highlight of the year for me so far was, um, was Dave Riding's win at Kitzbühel a few weeks ago. Because I, I was an alpine skier, and in fact, I was a part of the Olympic team back in 1992. Yeah, um, which seems like an awful long time ago now. <laughs> But um, um, Dave Ridings win, you know, in Kitsbull, he, he won a World Cup slalom a couple of weeks ago, and that's the first time that a Brit has ever won a World Cup uh, ski race event. So it is, you know, it's a historic event for, for those of us that, you know, in, in the skiing world. Yes. It's fantastic to see it, it come from, a, you know, a, a local guy who, who learned to ski on a, on a dry ski stoke like most of us did uh, back in the day. So it's brilliant. Really, really yeah. good news. So best of look to Dave. Yeah, in the, uh, in the, he's got the Olympic asylum next week.
0: So, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been brilliant. I've I've really enjoyed it. I'm quite. Uh, I'm making sure that I'm watching all the highlights anyway. I've enjoyed it over the weekend. Yeah. Watching the what was the was it the Nordic one? I was watching in the weekend. I forget which. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I can't remember all the names of everything, but the snowboarding and the tricks <laughs> and, and, and the age of some of the people taking part is incredible.
1: The, the youngsters, yeah, yeah, fifteen
0: is. and sixteen years it old, is. yeah, incredible, incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, good on them, good on them. Yeah, good on them. So, we're,
0: we're here to chat about um, about your Anglesey event coming up on the sixth of March.
1: Yeah, so we've uh, we're back to does um, what looks like a, a fairly regular year, you know, post COVID, which is fantastic. So, the Anglesey yeah. half marathon, ten k, which is always our first event of the year. Traditionally, it's always been on on the first weekend in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did run it in September last year because it had to be deferred from uh, from early on in the year. Yeah. Um, but now we're you know we're back back to the its usual place in the calendar, and we're really excited to be to be back. Good, uh, yeah. The event on
0: again. It does feel really different since we last spoke in September, doesn't it? We're in a different space now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, it's I think confidence is growing. We're not quite there yet, are we? You know, there's still we've still got a way to go. But yeah, certainly, um, you know, we've we've done such a good job with the vaccinations and whatnot. And uh, yeah, people's confidence seems to be growing. And, and you know, we I think across the whole of the event sector, you know, we, we sit on a number of groups now. With other event organisers and um, yeah, everybody's excited and sort of relief. You know, it's been such a huge relief that we can we can get to a point where we're able to to, to put events on in the way that we did. You know, a couple of years back. Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Confidence—that's the thing. It's yeah. definitely that from all different angles for event. Well, for everybody, but for event organisers as well, it was confidence of. Um, community groups to put their hands up to volunteer some exactly. events out yeah. to not have enough volunteers confidence of participants wanting to be in that environment it, yeah there was a yeah i mean the
1: work. impact the impact is is huge you know and a great deal of it you know it wouldn't unless you're actually involved in event organizing you wouldn't be aware of mm-hmm. of some of the impacts that you know that have that have affected us mm-hmm. um, but we are certainly getting there i mean the you know there, there have been some there continue to be some difficult challenges. I mean, the big, the, probably the biggest thing that we've seen again across the board in event organising is just that the cost to deliver events has has increased. Yeah, you know, dramatically. It's, it's frightening, actually. You know, and, and and we know that every we're all in the same boat. Not just event organised, but across the board. Yes. You know, prices are going up, aren't they? Fuel prices and and, yes. and and all the rest of it, and it's hitting us all hard. So it's um, yeah. There's we've certainly got some challenges. ahead over the next year or two to try and try and deal with all of that yeah
0: okay so so anglesey then this is this has been going for 11 years i believe is that right
1: yes that's actually right so our first event was in 2012 yeah um and and back then it was it was we didn't call it the anglesey half marathon initially we put on a half marathon race Mm -hmm. um, and we called it the island race yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, going back b- before that, so just, just a little bit of background, there was an Anglesey marathon, if, you know, for quite a few years. Okay. It was, it was a locally organized, uh, club race. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it never achieved uh, particularly good, um, participant numbers. Yeah. So the, so that, that race came to an end and, um, we put on our first race locally. I, I mean, I've been organizing fell races probably for since the, you know the the early early 90s or, or, or before that my father yeah. was a, the race organizer in back yeah. in the 70s so so you know i've been involved in race organizing and um and, and always i put on our first event in 2011 but then you know we thought well let's sort of let's look at trying to re uh reinvigorate the the old anglesey marathon and we did some did a little bit of research and thought uh, and discovered that a half marathon would actually be a better option. Uh-huh. Certainly a safer option uh, for us as a racing or- organiser back then in, this is back in 2011. Yeah. So we decided to go for, for a half marathon in 2012. Um, uh-huh. And we put it, called it the Island Race and we, 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 we delivered, we, we organized it very much in along the same lines as we had been doing some triathlon races, which was to showcase um local sort of local the local area yeah um which is why we we you know our request back then was we went to Anglesey council and we said look we'd love to have a race on Anglesey which showcases some of your beautiful locations and and, and we'd looked at route distances and whatnot and yeah, we knew we, that we could do a half marathon which is starting on on, on the Menai Susp- Suspension Bridge which is which is, which is pretty it is such an iconic location yeah but Also, taking in the route, you know, that we wanted to take in Bumaris Castle, which is one of the you know, the the famous um, Welsh castles, you know, they, they, you know, these are nearly a thousand years old, yes. yeah, old, old as well now. So, um, so that's what we that's what we proposed. Um, and Angsty Council, you know, we worked th- through their tourism, um, sort of section, and they were really keen to work with us, yeah. And so, we did it first in 2012, and, and it's grown since then, you know, we we, we now have a, ta- a, a 10k as well as the half marathon race yeah, the same route starting on the bridge. It actually starts on the mainland and runs over the bridge and on, onto the island, mm-hmm. uh, and then down it's a beautiful, um, tarmac a closed road, mm-hmm. um, down into the town of Bumaris, which, you know, those, those of you who've visited North Wales have probably been to Bumaris. It's, it's a beautiful little town. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a loop that goes out of the back end of Bumaris and comes back past the castle. Uh, along the waterfront, past the uh, lifeboat station, yeah. through the town and, and and back finishing in the centre of uh, Menai Bridge town. So it's a really lovely route, actually. And, uh, you know, we've we've never changed it because yeah. it is so popular and, and it does take in some beautiful, uh, the, those iconic locations, but also the views as you run down the road from from Menai Bridge to, down towards Bimarix. Yes. The views across the Menai Straits are back towards Snowdonia, the, the stunning... We've had some really nice, we've been lucky actually had some really nice weather days for the race. We had one year when it was um Mm -hmm. the mountains were all covered in snow. In fact, we had one year where we we we, it was a it was a challenge, it was only about three or four years ago. It was really difficult to put put the event on because yeah, we'd had so much snow, but we um Yeah, I remember that month. Yeah, it must have been that was probably 2018. It was one of the storms that came in. I think it was Storm Emma, if I remember rightly. I can only remember that because my wife's name is Emma. And uh And um, and so, but we we managed to get the race delivered, and the the it was a beautiful sunny day, but it was snowy and it was gorgeous. It was um, yeah. So no, it's been it's it's been good.
0: Yeah, when I think of North Wales, so you you know I'm not far from you in Shropshire, here in Shrewsbury. But when I think of North Wales, I think of mountains and lots of them. So it, is this a is this a bumpy route or not?
1: Um, yeah. Um, is it is it a bumpy route? It's um, it's not flat. But it's not hilly either. I mean, that's the the, yeah. the 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 um the fastest time that we've got for the half marathon is is a is a one oh seven. That was Andy Jones back in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not slow, but it's not you know it's probably not a PB course if I'm being perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the ten K is flatter because because what happens is the, the race route it, it sort of there's a very gentle climb out of Menai Bridge and then it drops down into Bumaris. Yeah. And of course, that means that on the way back, yeah, you know, you've got to then climb out of Bumaris. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's not steep, but it's a gentle climb up, mm-hmm. and then drops back down into Menai Bridge. Yeah, and the um the ten k actually is, is is flatter because it, it avoids that sort of hill that drops down into Bumaris and back again. Yeah, um, so um, the, the women's uh, record time actually just out of interest is um is one sixteen. That was Anna Bracegirdle back in uh mm-hmm. that was that was in twenty twenty one. So, yeah
0: yeah yeah they're good times they're still good times i mean yeah so who wants pancake flat anyway
1: yeah i mean you know it's not it's not a race you come for for, for a pb i'd say but it's a race that you come because you love running and you enjoy running in beautiful places and and the views and the and the and the whole atmosphere and experiences is, is is a really good one so
0: yes i mean it's stunning up there as yeah. well i'm I'm, yeah.
1: I'm quite biased i've spent a lot of my holiday time in my
0: youth. And even now I love, I love coming over to that part of the world. So it's, it, it certainly appeals in terms of the yeah. route. You mentioned before about participant numbers, you know, from the marathon and then, and, and a half marathon being a better option. Do you see yeah. that a lot in your events? Or uh,
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely. Um, we, again, we, we did, we, we gave it some thought and we, we put in the event where it is in the beginning of May, was deliberate because of you know the marathon season yeah especially that london marathon and you know manchester and some of the other big races yeah. um where a half you know a few weeks out from doing a full marathon is 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 always a good option yes yeah. so um so that's why we we initially we put the race on the weekend that it's on and it's always stayed there ever since yeah um yeah we've tried with marathons and it's quite it's quite difficult yeah. Um. We, you know, halves. We, we've had much more success with halves. Yeah. Um. With the the race, I think the, the the biggest field we've had at the Anglesey half is about two and a half thousand runners. Yeah. Very good. Um. Which is pretty good. This year we're 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 targeting fifteen hundred this year because, um, just because of COVID and we're still in this recovery phase from COVID and we actually put the the event on in September last year. Yes. Um. We don't anticipate such a big field this uh, this year. Um, but we think we, you know, we we're, we're well on target to hit 1500. In fact, we're probably going to yeah. exceed that uh, by a little bit, which is which is good. Um, but it's really popular, you know. We get and, and, and with it being like Anglesey or Bang- Bangor, the, you know, town of Bangor, which is essentially where the the, the race starts. Yeah, you're only pretty much just at, you know, around about an hour from you know from or well, less than an hour from Chester, probably an hour and fifteen from Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah. You know it's not brilliant. far for people to drive to. you can drive in the morning you you know you could drive you can run and then head home or you can come and make a weekend of it if people prefer to do that. but you know it's very close to that sort of northwest and like you say where you are down in Shropshire and yeah. even down into the midlands looking at Birmingham and that is only a couple of hours away so yeah, it's very easy to get to really to get to somewhere different and somewhere you know where you're going to experience something different because the other thing that's quite interesting and that we get that we get told is that um Mm-hmm. coming into wales from england does feel sort of slightly different you know there's obviously there's the whole language issue yeah um but just you know the the, the road signs and the, <laughs> the yeah. things are like and even even some of the the architecture and whatnot is it feels somewhere different so it's quite nice for people you know to travel a short distance but to feel that they're uh that you know yeah, yeah they're, they're away, away they oh, you know, potentially a weekend, weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. said, just, just if you, you know, and if you go a little bit further, the other you've got all of Anglesey to explore, and you know, oh, even yeah, the peninsula and Portmadok and all those kind of areas, Portmeirion, they're all, they're all. Very yeah, it's a stone road. throw. It's
1: you know, you're talking about half an hour. You know, from 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 Menai Bridge, from where the the race starts. Yeah, you, you, half an hour's right. Ra- you know, raid it on a map, and you, you you've got all the Snowdonia, you've got all the, the beaches of Anglesey, you've got. You know, Conway County is absolutely gorgeous. And some of the beaches, you know, the t- small towns and the castles and the, all of the history. Yeah. You know, you know, I've been, in fact, I was reading up some of the history, Um, you know, f- f- from the Anglesey, the Anglesey half race and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the suspension bridge itself, you know, the, where we start the race. So the race starts on the bridge and you run across the bridge. So, So we close the road. Yeah. Um. Uh. And, and thanks to the trunk roads agency and and ANCSA council for for working with us on that. But the bridge, the Menai Menai Bridge, it was the world's first major suspension bridge. It, you know, it's it's really yeah. really iconic. Yeah. Um. And it was it was designed by Thomas Telford. It was built back in you know the early eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Um. And it was it was a world's first. Yeah. Um, so that I mean that in itself is pretty impressive and but then I the say like running down past Bumaris, the castle you know that's that, they were built back in the twelve hundreds weren 't they the, the Welsh castles by Edward I and you know if you 're into history or you are just into sort of visiting interesting places then yeah you know, North Wales has got so much to offer yeah it 's incredible, and of course there's, you know there 's this bit there 's been a boom locally you know the last few years in in you know North Wales becoming like an adventure. Um, yeah, sort of area you know zip yeah. lines and 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 you know the surfing the, the you know the surf centres and yeah, rib rides on the on the straits you know you can hire ribs and go do these sort of really exciting and the caves as well I've seen jumping yeah. through yeah. The caves and yeah, I say underground stuff you mm. know is there's it. Honestly, it, it's a brilliant, it is a great place to, mm. for, for us to live and it's a great place to visit.
0: So, but, but bearing yeah. that in mind, just a, just a, uh, another point before I say this, it, it is a great midpoint race for the April marathon season. Definitely the timing's superb, isn't it, in terms of early March? Yeah. But just on the, all those points you're talking about, you know, the, I suppose tourism and people visiting, and do, do you, what do you know where your your people come from then who come to these events yeah. and all your events, I suppose, because you're in such a, yeah. you know, you're in such a lovely part of the world. Do you, do you get, do you get a lot of locals or do you, you know, do you tend to see a lot of people traveling in and staying?
1: Yeah, we do. We, 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 we get, we get both, to be honest. We, mm. um, obviously we, we, you know, we're, we're quite popular with, with, with local athletes. Yeah. But, um, but, but across the board, we we attract about seventy percent of, of of our of our competitors come from outside Wales. Yeah, um, we actually we work quite a lot with Visit Wales, so we have to do a lot of sort of post event economic impact assessments and that kind of thing. And that all that all means having to you know ask people where they come from, how far they travel, how many nights you stay, and blah 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 and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, we we do attract a lot of people from outside of Wales. You know, it in our last full year which is 2019 mm-hmm. we um we attracted people from from about 45 countries around the world believe it or not wow. this is across yeah. our our event portfolio and and, yes. and our events are, are all in wales pretty much mm-hmm. um so it's not only sort of uk wide but worldwide we, you know we've the whole purpose of of, of what we do actually it, you know in, initially when we set set always high up it was um it was to showcase North Wales, you know, Kenny and myself, it was the two of us who set the business up Yeah, and we're both local people and we both, you know, absolutely love the outdoors and, and particularly North Wales. Um, and so that's why we set this whole thing up was to try and sort of sell the area, showcase the area yeah. and, and attract people in, in order to support the local communities and local and the local economy. Yeah. Um. And the model's been it's been a success, you know. We've been we've been sort of show we've been highlighted, you know, at Welsh government level certainly by by our local AMs as, you know, as a as a you know, an example of, of how a local business can be run successfully yeah. in supporting local community projects yeah. um and and the local economy. Yeah. That's so right. um so, so no, it's it, it, it's good, and we we continue to work that way. We we try to support you know as far as possible. We we buy things locally. We support other local businesses. Our support services mm-hmm. are all bought in locally. Our staff are hired in locally. We, you know, all of that stuff is is really important to us, and that's why you know you will see things which are different and yeah. Sometimes sometimes people like, for example, people who run the Angsty Half this year. Mm-hmm. They will, they will be. We we award. We've made the decision. You know, certainly post COVID, we've reviewed everything that we've done. Mm-hmm. People will be awarded. You know, a slate medal as opposed to you know, which is which is sourced and and manufactured locally, and it's and it's manufactured that. from from a recycled product. So sustainability is really important for us. We think we're leading the way, actually, as the, as in the event world. Yeah. To, on on the in, on the whole environmental front, but that's I mean that's a different that's a different story again, but. But people the reason we give slate medals is because we are buying them from another local business. Yes. Um we it's a recycle that, that we use a, a waste product to make the the medals, which means that you know we're recycling the product. And it's not a, a product which will be put in somebody's drawer and and never seen again. But it, you know, it's it's like a, it's it's designed like a slate coaster, so you put it on on your worktop, you can take it to your workplace. Yeah. You know, you put your cup on it. It's it looks nice, and it's and it serves a purpose.
0: Yeah, it's a cool um, memento that is, and it's different, yeah. It's a bit different, isn't it? And like you say, it's, um, it's yeah local, so it means something to the race, doesn't it?
1: Exactly. And just to dispel, you know, any of the rumors out there, you know, the slight mementos, they're no cheaper for us to buy. So you know, it's not it's certainly not a, a cost saving exercise, but it's an it's a responsible exercise. Yes. And um, we will. We know that we'll get some criticism from some of the runners because they'll say they prefer a medal that, that they can hang up and you know and um, and and show off. But you know what we know is those medals that they hang up in their home, they're put. Per- they, you know they're manufactured in China. They're they're, they're shipped halfway yeah. around the world to um you know to, yeah. to, to 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 the race organizer, and we it's not the way that you know that we think we yeah. should be doing as we move forward yeah you no, there's a lot, a lot of chat
0: about this actually tim we see we see this spoken about online and, and we, you you see people who have moved to wooden medals and obviously there's there's the buckles is not there in the ultras and stuff but yeah. the, i, I yeah. actually i i've got a plate from the potteries half marathon
1: yeah
0: that i and i had me toast on it the other evening and i thought i've had this since 2015 it gets used every single day yeah it's that's right yeah. the best
1: memento i've ever had so and I'm, yeah, I mean, I remember you. You probably remember yourself, Joe. Like years back, I've done done lots of road running over the years. Mm-hmm. We used to get we used to get mugs, didn't we? A mug, yeah. I thought. Uh, and and it's something I'm thinking about again now for for 2023 because for this year we, we've we've stuck with a commitment that we made to people because we, because we're we're still in this sort of this, this um we're rolling events over from from COVID, so we've still got to deliver the promises that we made back then. And and so this year we've stuck with with t shirts as a you know as a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, at the events um but but next year i think you know a t-shirt again we've asked so many people who've got hundreds of race t-shirts that just never see the light of day yeah and um and so i'm thinking you know again a mug a locally sourced mug is something i, I remember I, I used to have a cupboard full of them years ago you know yeah. Canavan 10k and yeah whatever else you know all these these races and i thought that, you know it, again it's a useful bit of kit because you're going to use it, aren't you? And it's quite yeah. nice, and, it's, and it reminds you of your, you know, your days. So I don't know. It's um, yeah. This is all food for thought that that we think, you know, as we as yeah. we move forward and try to be more responsible. Mm-hmm. What's the right? What is the right thing to do? Yeah. Even the t-shirts, you know, they all they're all manufactured, you know, somewhere on the other side of the world, aren't they? And
0: yeah, and there's some interesting stats around that yeah. about the amount of. I think it was the amount of water I saw the stat that was used as part of the yeah. making process and th- you know so it's it is the right time for all of
1: all of organizers
0: yeah. to be thinking about these things definitely definitely yeah, yeah you're right one, yeah. one thing we are
1: doing is it uh, that we introduced last year we, we we work with high five as a as a nutrition partner yeah and high five have made a commitment to re, to, to um to, to recycle energy gel wrappers which is which which is okay. which is a first, it, it, and it's really difficult because because of the way that energy energy gel wrappers are manufactured. That this this like a multi-layer uh, yeah. manufacturing process. Yeah. Um, so we and it's it's actually it is relevant for, for this podcast because anybody who's running the Anglesey half, you know, we would ask you, you know, we, we'll give you energy gels for free at the, at the you know at the, at the event at the feed stations. But if you are using gels, please could you put the wrappers into the dedicated energy gel uh, recycling bins? Mm-hmm. Um, because we then send them off to TerraCycle, which is the recycling firm, and we pay them. So there's a cost to us as the event organizer, but uh, but you know they're paid then to, to recycle those energy gel wrappers as well. Yes. Because otherwise they just go into landfill. They, you know you they, it's very difficult to to, to recycle that product. Yeah so um so fair play to high five you know they've taken the initiative on this and 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 set up this partnership with TerraCycle yeah uh, and we've committed to to support it so we can you know, let's say we, we, we're paying for it but it's um but again it's, it's it's something which is new and I'm sure it'll it'll develop and probably in a year or two gel wrappers will will change and be e- easier to recycle yes uh, recycle yeah. but, but for now you know we we've, we've made that commitment so we'd ask all the runners who attend on the day, please, you know, do use those uh, gel recycling bins if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That's Very
0: good. It's great chatting to you, because you get all sorts of ideas for, you, for your event. <laughs> I'm sat here thinking yeah. like
1: shrewsbury biscuits and stuff now for our... <laughs> for yeah, you know, it is... What stuff it's... Have we got? It's really hard because the thing is, the other thing about about food on the events is because of COVID. Now we used to we we would have lots of food on the finish line, and people could just help themselves whatever they wanted. Yeah, but we can't do that now because you can't have people just dipping their hands into like a bucket of sweets or a bucket of crisps or yes. whatever it might be. So so you know the the, the downside is you know we, we have to give somebody a sealed package. So if it's a, I don't, it might, actually at the at the at the. Angus, yeah, of course it's a packet of crisps everybody gets a packet of jones crisps because jones is our is our uh, sort of headline sponsor for, for the yeah. event yeah um which is quite handy because you know the, obviously the crisps are, are sealed yeah. but even throughout the year you know we this it, it becomes much more difficult we talk about these challenge, post-covid challenges for event organizers mm-hmm. you know having to i would much prefer not to give somebody a, a sealed piece of cake or something because obviously there's you know some plastic yeah there's a plastic wrapper there isn't there which adds to the which kind of goes against you know the work that we're trying to do but yeah yeah but then this is the balance as well isn't there we at the moment you know the the most important thing of course is keeping people safe and yeah post-covid we you know we we really want to make sure that people are kept safe so There won't be any buckets of sweets, unfortunately, this year.
0: No, but it's great that you've got um, that. You know, your sponsor in Jones because I assume they're local as well, are they? The crisps? Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Geraint, the the the, the owner of the of Jones Crisps, is, is based on Anglesey, so it, it's yeah. a great partnership and that one, one that we've had for a number of years. Yeah. Um, and and actually, I, I suppose I might be biased, but. The, the uh, if you run the race, you'll be given a packet of crisps. So I'll leave it to yourselves to you know to decide you know how good you think they are, but they're certainly my favourites. Yeah, my by a long
0: shot. and vinegar <laughs> crisps are always my snack of choice yeah. post post run yeah. always. Um, tell us about the regional championships.
1: Yeah, so uh, this year the the event is it's the uh, North Wales Road um, Half Marathon Championship. Okay. okay. So um so which means that people who are affiliated with with Welsh Athletics, club runners and, and so on, um will be running, you know, as the, the North Wales half marathon championship at the uh the Jones Anglesey half this year. Excellent yeah
0: will they will they go off at the, at the start at the same time yeah it's Imagine all it's
1: all just it's a, it's a single mm-hmm. race start yeah so mm-hmm. so the um the half goes first and then the 10 k goes about forty minutes afterwards. We also have some children's races um yeah which, which we've always done we we do a one mile uh we call it a dragon's dash where the kids again they start at the main start line on the bridge and they run over the bridge down through the village through the streets of the village and finish the main finish line that's fantastic and, for the little yeah those, isn't it? and it's brilliant it's all closed awesome. roads and we get loads of kids hundreds of kids come along and do it because it because it's you know it, it's only once a year that they close the, the, you know the menai suspension bridge and this is the opportunity to, to come and and run over it yeah with no with no traffic yeah so really. uh, and, and kids racing is really important for us we you know we we try as hard as we can to always have some kind of, of, of kids activity because you know that's how we started. You know, I remember all them years ago. I spoke to about it before about doing the Snowden race when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and the memories. You know, those memories. St- you know, they stay with you, don't they? And yeah, so we we, so- we spoke about that
0: back in September. So for anyone who hasn't listened to the September podcast with Tim, go back and have a listen because it's all about how you and Kenny started the business and and started doing events and your background. It's really interesting. Um, sorry, carry on. <laughs>
1: I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, you no. Know, so, um, as well, it is super important that that yeah. you know that those opportunities the opportunities that we had as, as as children, mm. you know, are still there, you know, now for 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 the for, for the next generations and the generations to come. So, you, know, you you see, this is lots and lots of parents bringing their kids, which is fantastic because it's the, these the, these events which inspire kids to you know to get involved and and. Yeah. And who knows where it might lead them. I mean, Oshan Perrin, you know, one of the, our local runners is absolutely smashing it at the moment, isn't he? Um, and he's, you know, ten years ago he'd have been running the Anglesey half, the one mile race at the Anglesey half marathon, and now he's yeah you no know, European under twenty-three champion at five whatever it's three thousand metres or five thousand metres. Yeah. Absolutely smashing it out there and and, and it's fantastic to see. Mm. And that's why it's so important that events like this mm. do, you know, make an effort to 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 put on some kind of children's activity as well
0: yeah and 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 for those children who are, who don't necessarily you wouldn't see them put their hand up first in in class for taking part who actually come and do these things the that opportunity to take part in an organized event where you start and you actually take part you know perhaps yeah. they don't get in the football team or the rugby team or the hockey team but they actually come to an event like that where they're cheers along that the kind of confidence boost that that can do for the you know, for those children as well, is is really really important.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant to see, and you know, that's what, one of the highlights for me every year is seeing seeing all the kids running in over the finish line. It's yeah. um, it's brilliant.
0: You you mentioned a yeah. forty minute gap between the between the two events starting. Yeah. So for those of our listeners who haven't been involved in organising a closed road race like this, can you describe? And I know we could go on for ages about this, but just describe some of the logistics of organising a road race like this, because the, the, you know, the planning doesn't. Happen yeah, it's before, does it?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. We, you know, we are very lucky at Always in High that we've got a, an amazing event planning team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't actually take the credit for that. You know, th- this year's r- race director is it, a girl called Tara who works for us. Who's doing a brilliant, brilliant job. She's supported by by Fran. And they've been working for 12 months to organize this event. We we always give it a full 12 month um, um, period from, you know, from start of of event organizing to delivering the event. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's so much to consider, you know, not only things like your road closures and all the sort of legalities around. Road closures, but typically for an event organiser, we would you know, attend what, what's called the safety advisory group, yeah. uh, where the local authority um, brings together all of the uh, interested parties. So it will include your, your, your emergency services, your yeah. different departments within the local authority, like sort of highways, tourism, yeah. you know, health and safety. Um, that kind of stuff. And then those people all come together and basically we, we, we would present an event plan to them. Yes. And the way it works is, you know, they, they would feedback and, and actually, you know, what we, what we, what we prefer is that they try to pick holes in our plan. Yes. So that we can cover, you know, any eventuality that might, that might happen on the day. What you can't do with event planning is leave anything to chance. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got you've got to try and cover every eventuality so so that's sort of the planning process through the local authorities and and the landos and so on Mm -hmm. but we also with with any closed road event you've got to do a full consultation with all the local residents the local communities the businesses um it's a huge commitment because you know we we actually make the effort you know at the angsty half for example to you know to hand deliver letters to all of the residents along the route yeah you know, and there's there's literally you know thousands of them so you know it's it's a huge commitment that we make as the event organizer mm-hmm. but it's but it's also very important because we know that you know if we want to to deliver this event year after year the most important you know people or equally as important as the runners are are the local residents exactly so so we do try to minimize disruption and and it's very that is you know it's not easy on a closed road event because mm-hmm you know local businesses and so on you know are a, a need to be considered in yeah. you know in that but we think that we you know we, we we do a good job we you know we certainly put a lot of time and effort into yeah. in, into doing that and um yeah and, and in fact you know many businesses will benefit hugely from from these events uh, yeah. being being delivered because things like you know and anybody anybody involved in tourism or hospitality and so on you know they they, you know, they would they would enjoy a, a good weekend when an, when an event takes place because we bring in thousands of people who wouldn't normally be here, especially you know at a time of the year, it's early March, which is traditionally a very quiet time. Yes, it, it's a it's a welcome boost yeah, for, for a lot of local and, businesses.
0: And then it's lovely when you hear them saying, you know, they've been back as well because they came because of you know they came to take part of the yeah. event and and found some gems and and actually came back again, which is lovely. Yeah, you um yeah um the, just to point on those letters all sorts of things come up from that so we to, we, we also do that for Shrewsbury and and, and it, it really like you say that the residents are really important but you'll get all sorts of inquiries from that won't you like oh I've got to be oh, yeah. I've got to be at the airport and I've got to leave while the, yeah, exactly, yeah. the, the race
1: and we've had we've had things that you know sort of you know, weddings taking place in hotels. There's, there's a hotel, yeah. the, the road closure that, that that we, that we implement for the, for the Angers, half and 10K is um, there's, there's a hotel uh, called Chateau Rianva, which is right in the middle of our road closure. Yeah. And, um, you know, they've had weddings taking place. So guests wanting to, to arrive or to leave. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we have to try and work out the logistics of how we can make that happen. Yeah. You know, and working that around the, you know, the runners and the race and so on. So, yeah. So yeah, there's all, you know, all sorts of things, and 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 always you know an interesting challenge. And in that uh, the last time I think it's 2019 race, the last one that we did before COVID, that mm-hmm. um, no, was 2020. I see we, we ran it in 2020. Um, there was a huge storm. There's a huge storm the, the night before the race, of Saturday night, and we actually weren't able to use Menai Bridge because they had to close Britannia Bridge. Okay. which is the, the, the you know the neighboring bridge when we close mena bridge normally all the traffic is diverted onto the onto the britannia bridge which is the bigger of the two bridges yeah but britannia bridge was closed because of the wind so it, which meant that mena bridge had to be kept open so we, so i mean we do have uh, contingencies in place for closing mena bridge so yeah. the race started on the high street so that was okay mm-hmm. but um but the problem we had was there was a tree that was blown down. Um, on halfway, you know, on that road down between Menor Bridge and Bumaris. Yes. There was a huge tree across the road. So we also had to reroute um, uh, along some, some different back roads. Yeah. Uh, and this was all done in this sort of three or four-hour period before the race start. Yeah. So you can imagine what a headache, you know, that was. You know, bear in mind, we had 3,000 runners on, the best part of 3,000 runners sort of yeah. arriving, you know, <laughs> In 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 a few hours, yeah. Um, But we did it; we pulled it off, and it was, and that was because of you know the amount of planning and preparation that 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 was in place, You know, in order to cover all those eventualities that that can be thrown at you, you know, at the last minute.
0: Talking about the last minute, just describe what your what your event week looks like. Again, for those who haven't been involved, when do you build? Um,
1: Well, it's we 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 are we we arrive on site on the on on the Friday for the Anglesey half. That's that's actually down there in Menai Bridge. The Anglesey half is actually probably for us one of the easier events yep. for us to deliver. Believe it or not, I mean triathlon events. Are, you know, there's so much more that goes in into uh, putting on a, a triathlon event because we have to build a, a great big event village but mm-hmm. but the the event the event week is it, it's a long week you know unfortunately for all our staff that you know they, they know that well enough now because yes um um the event week but but during that sort of friday saturday before the event uh takes place you've got to do all your course marking you've got to deliver all your feed stations um you've got to, you know we've got to build our event village which is in in, in this we, we take over a car park in the center of Menai bridge yeah um we can't build our start line until the morning of the race because it's on the bridge itself but we can build the event village down in Menai bridge you got to fill all your because we don't do any um uh, single use plastics we've got you've know, got all your water containers that you know to, to fill and deliver to out to feed stations yeah um And there's, I mean, there's, there's, there's countless jobs, you know, that have to be done in that last, that last week. Yeah. Um, and that, and that of course doesn't include the, the, we try, we really try to, to, to maintain a a good response to our customers, a good response time to our customers. Yeah. So in the week before an event, we will get hundreds and hundreds of inquiries from runners, either by phone or, or by email. Yes. Um, and over social media as well so so just responding to, to to those inquiries is a huge job in itself yes um so yeah it's just a, it's a busy time and of course it doesn't the race doesn't end you know when the last runner goes home then we've got to we've got to pack it all down and we've got to transport all the equipment back to our warehouse and then unpack it all if it's been raining then everything's soaking wet yeah So we've got to try and dry it all out and you know it, it's it's it, it it's it's great fun because we're, you know, we're a team and and we love working together and it, so it can be fun, but it's also um, it's hard work. They're long days; you don't get a lot of sleep. Um, yeah. But the reward is is you know seeing lots and lots of happy runners and, and having a great time. Yeah.
0: On the you, race day, do you have a do you have a post race glass of wine when you finally get home, or, or are you too tired and you pass out? <laughs>
1: No oh, no, I think there's probably always gonna be a little bit of a you know sort of yeah little glass of wine to to, to celebrate a, a successful event Celebration. So, yeah yeah, yeah, but it doesn't take more than a, than probably one or two glasses i think after an event weekend to <laughs> <already> yeah, <laughs> to see you off yeah that's it yeah oh, brilliant
0: well tim thanks for thanks for coming on and and chatting again so everybody have a look at um Angle C ten K and Half Marathon March the sixth. Remind us of your web address and social channels,
1: please. Yeah, it's, so you find all the information on always aim high Um so if you go to alwaysaimhighevents.com, then you can click through to to all the information about the Jones Angle half marathon, ten K. Um, and we're also on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you search always aim high events or AAH events. You'll find us on social and all the information. We keep that updated, you know, pretty regularly with with everything that's going on. Yeah. And um, the event, the, we're still taking entries for this year's event. We're, we're unlikely to because we we don't anticipate it filling up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the event entries will probably stay open until sometime during the week, the week uh, before the race. So if anybody's uh, is not entered but but is interested in, yeah, then there's there's places available so you can sign up right now. Brilliant. Tim, thanks ever so much. I'll, uh, i like I said, like I said um,
0: earlier, I'm going to pop the into the show notes our earlier introduction, our earlier chat from September. So if anyone hasn't listened to that, do have a listen to that as well. It's really interesting to hear uh, Tim and Kenny' their background, and it couldn't be anyone better really to be putting events on in in North Wales. And um, Tim, thanks ever so much, and best of luck with your event. Thanks very much.